0: So fucking early I'm gonna drive up to Huntsville Maybe Athens See what things are looking like there Fuck I'm so tired Slept like crap It was so So shitty It was like loud Until Midnight, and then it didn't really cool off till almost two or three a.m. Then I slept for a couple hours, and then people started showing up at Walmart, so I woke up again. I'm just so so tired. All right, May 12th. Is that right? Yeah. On 80, I think it's 82 North in Alabama. The Troy Highway, I believe. Um, It's raining. Which I'm actually not opposed to. I'm I'm really considering pulling over and sleeping because the weather's down in the low 60s with the rain. And I slept like shit. I barely slept at all last night. I think two or three hours, maybe. And even then, it was tossing and turning. Like... (laughs) My pillow was soaked with sweat. Uh, it's just... Oh, God. It was disgusting. And then, of course, I didn't even think about this. I got a haircut. And so now I've got all these little hairs t- all over the fucking place. Because I didn't shower. Like, I, Yeah, I have an RV, but I didn't fill up the water tanks because I don't want to tow a bunch of extra weight. Um, so I was just like, okay, well, I'll just skip a shower this day... And then go to Planet Fitness the day after. Oh god. Did not plan for hot weather at all. If I had to do this over again, I'd fill up the water tank so I could at least shower the fucking sweat off of me when I'm when I'm boondocking at like a like a Walmart or a Bass Pro shop or something. It's just oh, it's the worst. Not a fan. Maybe I'm just spoiled from staying at campsites, but... Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, with the cool weather, it's... Like, I'm I'm slamming NOS like it's my job to make sure I stay awake while I'm driving. And it looks like I have about a three-hour jump, but it may not be raining when I get up to wherever I'm going. So, I'm really tempted to just pull over into the next Walmart if it's raining and a nap, but uh, I think I'm going to try to push through, and if it's like super hot near the location I get to, I, I may just go look for a campsite, because I, I need a shower, I want to wash my sheets, I just, I feel gross. Okay, I'm getting pretty tired Looks like I'm actually only about two hours from Nashville, which is where my, my uh, reservations are for tomorrow. Um, the sun's starting to come out, so only about 63, so it's not bad or anything, but I've decided to just pick like a little off-the-beaten-path camp spot. I'm just going to pay to stay the night, even though the goal behind these days was to try to save money. Uh, I shouldn't do them back to back, I guess because like unless I'm unless I'm towing less stuff to where I can put water in the RV and tow it just because water is so freaking heavy when you fill up the tank, uh, I would have to offload a lot of stuff to do it. So I don't know maybe next trip I can do more off off-grid stays and have stuff out sold by then giving myself three months to do that in Kansas but I don't know I need I need to sleep I need the AC on so I can actually sleep because it looks like it's just going to keep getting hotter I need to shower so while my thing should be self contained I'm not using it that way yet that's my own fault but yeah I've decided to just bite the bullet and I'm going to pay for a night I think I'm far enough removed from the gas panic that, like, I have had zero problems at any of the gas stations, so I definitely feel comfortable being this far out, so. Uh, I don't remember the name of the place. I'll have to get it when I get there. But, yeah, decided to just bite the bullet. I'm just going to stay at a place. It's really pretty out here, so I'm moving away from the highway now. I'm going to be about 45 minutes away from the highway in the middle of uh, somewhere in Alabama, but it's like all horse pastures and cow pastures and stuff, so really pretty. All right, so the place is called Hidden Cove. Really nice. Big and spread out. And the sites themselves are pretty big. Um, <clears throat> and since I was doing a one night stay. They uh, let you just pick a site if it's open. Which is a nice change. Uh, looks like... There's boat access for a lake. The site I got just for an overnight has... Water, sewage, and electric, which is dope. I mean, it's a really nice site. I'm gonna have to look up if they they do wintertime stays because this might be a cool place to winter. Alright, so they do have sites facing the lake. They're back in sites. So if you have an RV set up with a nice back window, see they back in at a slight angle. Most people's door. Is on the passenger side um, but the direction they back in would be driver side and rear so if you have more windows the view has the lake a bridge wow it's really nice I keep saying that but I'm just I keep thinking it too of course it looks like like, this one has a straight-up deck built onto it. So these must be long-term sites. Which I suppose makes sense. Yeah. They have, like, nice decks built onto them. Yeah, I'm going to assume that these are, like, long-term sites with the decks and everything. I'd be surprised if they just left the decks there. Wow. Wow. Just walking around there is an incredible amount of open space here. I'm not used to seeing that. Usually they they cram RVs in like sardines. You can tell though people definitely do big vacations here. I can hear boats on a lake. And I know it comes up against the border of a lake. I'll have to look up the name of the lake. I gotta tell you man it is gorgeous what is it middle of May now it's 65 to 70 degrees I mean it's perfect they got a pool a ton of open RV spots so it's uh, the gray rock has been put down um, they have a couple different uh, a couple different bath houses with laundry excess I'll have to kind of peruse they give me like a whole pamphlet flip through it and see what else is in there but I mean you don't have to worry about being smashed up against somebody maybe on the weekend it gets super full but it's man it's nice alright I just went up to the main office and talked to them so they do daily, weekly and yearly, and annual, they discourage stays longer than 14 days at a time. Daily is 51 bucks a pop. Weekly is 300 for RV sites. Yearly camping is 615, and you can stay uh, one to four nights, no restrictions, or up to 14 nights, then out uh, seven. So, meaning, you can spend two weeks here straight, but then you can't come back for a week. The annual, this is where the lake views and stuff like that. Um, You just leave your RV on site year-round. Utilities are included. And if you wanted, like, a lake view, that's five grand a year. A premium site with 50 amp service is 4.2k a year and then just any old standard site where you can leave your RV and anything else is 3.8k same same sort of setup though like you wouldn't be able to stay here longer than the two weeks really Um, and then you wouldn't be allowed to come back for seven days they just I think one of the reasons this place is so nice is they discourage anybody living here full time. I asked specifically about wintering here and they said that was a no-go because it would start to encourage people to do these really long-term stays and they want this to be to keep it sort of like pristine, very clean, nice atmosphere there doing it by encourage encouraging very short stays. So, short stays meaning only up to 2 weeks. So, still I mean 2 weeks 600 bucks. It's not bad or our yearly camping pass 615 bucks and then I can come through here if I stayed longer than two weeks at this site in a single year I would still get the money's worth out of the yearly pass so I don't know might not be a bad gig I have to look at what's around though that I could go to after the two-week mark I don't know much about Thousand Trails in reading through this it looks like the 615 a year for the annual site is actually our yearly camping is connected to the thousand trails now i've received two offers for thousand trails i still have one that's active from buying this specific rv um i might even still have my one from 2017 that i never used i'd have to i'd have to take a peek i think i probably lost that paperwork though regardless Now that I'm actually at a 1,000 Trails site and it's pretty awesome, it got me looking online. Again, there's pros and cons. Some get good ratings, some get bad ratings. There's pros and cons sites, people talking about the confusion with memberships, setups, and stuff like that. So I'm looking at it. One of the the negatives, specifically geared around people who want a full-time uh the way I do where it's long term in one location is the limitations depending on your membership type. Um I had specified reading this sheet, it was fourteen days you could be at the site and then you had to spend seven days out. That's not just at this site. This is this is in the thousand trails system altogether. So <laughs> that's an interesting one. They have a VIP membership which goes 21 days i'll have to see what the stipulation is for time out but supposedly there's no gap in reading the stuff that i'm reading which is primarily blogs i would really need to contact the site or or the company to to find out the details on this but no downtime in between sites so theoretically and apparently some people have done this i curious i need i feel like i need to read more but you go from one site to the next with no downtime in between and the vip membership allows you up to 21 days at a site so theoretically you could spend 21 days at a site move on to the next one spend 21 days at a site move on to the next one spend 21 days at a site and your yearly bill remains what was it 615 or whatever i guess it's different for the vip membership but this is just I'd have to see what the actual cost for the VIP membership is. If that's true, I mean, that would be worth it. But you would need to be able to work online or have some sort of an income that would facilitate this. But it, again, if true, would be a fantastic way to, to do the RV lifestyle. Yeah, you could probably shuffle a place every night, but... I don't know, if you don't have to really get to investigate a spot, like, they just gave me a list of things to see around here, and I'm like, well, shit, (laughs) there's actually a lot out in this area, plus it's lakeside, like, man, all right. Um, So I'm going to have to look into this Thousand Trails thing, because it might, again, like, I've, I've been handed stuff, but it just looked like a gimmicky membership thing. But maybe I was wrong. Um, Maybe maybe there's something to this. So I'm going to have to take a look and maybe I just test it out for a year and see if it's worth it. I mean if I get – so 6.15, that's like a little less than what I was spending a month in Brookline, New Hampshire. So hypothetically, let's say I get this membership. I drop to 6.15. If I get more than four weeks of stays out of it, it's already paid for itself as far as I'm concerned. If I get even more than that, I mean I don't know. That's that's like a whole different that's a whole different level right there. I'd have to really really consider how I'm gonna do this lifestyle after because it it might be it could be the way. And looking at the site, there's a bunch of sites missing. Well They haven't bought anything. In places like Kansas, Wyoming, Montana, Nebraska, stuff like that. So like the the middle of the country is kind of empty. It's all along the edges, like New England, the South, um, Southwest, Pacific Northwest, but like the center of the country seems to be relatively empty other than Chicago and like Minnesota, Wisconsin area. So that part, I don't know. Good, bad. I mean, there's also some limitations with regions based on your membership type the membership type i'm talking about with the yearly um you isolate yourself to a specific region and um, in doing so you have access only to that region of sites but a more expensive one or if you add 65 dollars for an additional region to your yearly membership you can get access to another region but it looks like the vip membership you get access to the entire country and 21 days on site with no downtime in between and if that's true i what the problem i'm having is i can't find what that price is like if it's like two thousand dollars i got to do the math it's probably still worth it but I'd, i'd like to know that before i jumped into something like that i don't know just interesting if you've never heard of them so here's another random weird observation about this location hidden cove it smells amazing. It smells like flowers, but I don't... I don't, like, see flowers. Not that many. There's, like, a couple here, a couple there. Nothing crazy. But it just... It, I don't know how to describe it. just smells amazing. Uh, is there a f- such a thing as a flower farm that could be near here or something? I... I it's so, I've never experienced that before. Also, I don't have a good sense of smell normally, so that's a little weird on its own. Alright, so after looking into this Thousand Trails thing, I'm, ah, nails right in the shoulder. Okay. Um, I'm a little confused on, it sounds like I'm not the only one when I look at the stuff. Uh, I guess there's a lot of confusion on the different membership types, but ultimately what they cost a year. And, like, I watched one video of a couple saying that it was better to get, um, I I don't know if you want to call them used passes or something like that, um, from a site where you can get them discounted. Now, on Thousand Trails, it's talking about $615, $615 a year for, you know, unlimited stays, yada, yada, yada. Within the limitations of like, you know, 14 consecutive days. And then you have to be out of the system for seven days. But they were talking about like 2,700. So I'm not clear on what that means. Does that mean that the, I don't know. It It's actually a little more confusing now after trying to look into it. I think what I'm going to have to do, like I've already got reservations and everything for this trip. Um, I'm going to dig up my uh, trails pass that I got for buying the RV and just take a look at it and maybe set it up for this fall. And maybe I'll use that as like a test run. It's that way I don't pay for like a full year or deal with the confusion of what type of membership I should get. I'll just do the thing that you know, hey, you have this many sites available to you and I'll pick a zone and then I'll test out some sites for a few months and then uh, after that I'll uh, I can update as I go along and figure out if it's a good deal or not. Mostly what I'm reading is positives. Like people do put forward negative things and I think it seems to be primarily about what I'm being confused about, their membership things. And then the the second biggest complaint appears to be inconsistency with the sites in terms of like, are they well taken care of or not? Because they're each individually owned and they're just part of this network. Um, So that part I'm a little less concerned with. I mean, this one here at Hidden Cove is how freaking standing um i want to take a walk around it because it's so damn big and get an idea like if you're a jogger like how if you were to just jog the outside ring like how much is that <laughs> it's, uh, um because it's just so big so i still want to do that i'm going to take like a walk and have it count like the number like the distance or whatever for me and add that to this too but yeah very confused with the memberships it seems like the platinum which is what they have on the little sheet here is the lowest cost one and then there's like the elite plus elite upgrades where it adds additional sites um and then there's vip which is the one that you can go up to 21 days and then you have to be out of the system for appears to be seven days out of the system i'm That part, again, not clear. Um, They don't seem to specify on their site the difference between the memberships. They just encourage you to call their help center. And another one of the complaints that I was reading is that most of the people who work in the call centers that would tell you about the deal don't actually live in an RV. So they're just kind of they're paid on trying to get you to sign up, not on giving you the information you need to make the right decision. So that could be a frustration point, too. Um, Again, I don't know that for a fact. Never actually called them. It's just what I'm reading online while I'm doing my kind of due diligence up front to get an understanding of what this is and if it's going to be a good deal for me to check out. To give you an idea of how big these campsites are, there is a site... has a fifth wheel with a diesel in front of it a pontoon boat behind it and then on the side of it has a golf cart it has like a mosquito tent thing it has a bike uh, covering and they have an enclosed trailer for a car that's just one site oh I'm sorry and there's a blazer that is that that's how big the sights are here they're incredible so i'm seeing some flowers they're on trees mostly like these tiny little white flowers about the size of like my pinky nail maybe smaller they seem to smell like what i'm smelling but I just, there's not enough of them in this park. And it's windy to justify it smelling like that everywhere. (laughs) Just spent the last hour and a half, maybe two hours, talking with neighbors next to me. Lonnie and Sarah great couple hi buddy and um, they full time they've been full timing for less than a year Um, but they do it with uh, travel uh, uh, what is it Thousand Thousand Trails and another one that I've also never heard of called Harvest Hosts which is connected to wineries and breweries And gives you access to RV stays through them, and it's like 79 bucks a year, which sounds incredible. And they said there's something like 1,200 sites or 3,000 sites, or like it was just like this insane number. But they were rattling off a few different membership type things that they do, along with Thousand Trails, so they're able to meet the you know, hey, you can only stay here for 14 days, things with Thousand Trails. And then they have to be off the books for seven days, which is when they go through Harvest Hosts or something similar. And that's that's how they juggle their full-time setup. And I was like, oh, man, that's great. Uh, I still haven't looked up the... So on the side of this RV... Now, I haven't actually seen the people themselves. But on the side of this RV, when I was walking through the park, it said in into the wild with a child so i'm gonna look that up and see if it's like a youtube channel real quick before i uh before i pass out here so i think i've found it's a youtube channel but it's like six months old and there's three videos all between five and six months old I, i'll have to watch them at some other point in time i just um Maybe I'll get a chance to meet him on the way out. Never hurts to get to know a couple more YouTubers, especially if you're thinking about putting together a trip to Alaska and you're trying to find people to convoy with. Right, Keezy? Okay.